Hello, my name's Nadia Starkey and welcome to the Aviva podcast, one of our brand specials. Now, if you've been watching TV recently, you may have noticed this. We all have hopes for the future and no matter what lies ahead, we can help you get there. It takes a partnership. It takes Aviva. That is Aviva's new TV advert, the brand development of which has been led by creative agency Adam and Eve DDB. Now, they're the people who worked with John Lewis to turn Christmas TV adverts into major TV events. So I'm very pleased to say that today I'm joined by Mike Stern, managing partner from Adam and Eve DDB, and Julianne Douglas, head of brand at Aviva. So Julianne, I'm going to go to you first. Why is Aviva launching its brand now and and what makes this positioning different? Um, The timing of this is is perfect because we've literally just launched a new purpose, new values, new strategy. And so what we wanted to do was make sure that the brand uh, was complementing all of these elements. And, um, And we really wanted to make sure that we were standing for something in the long term. Um, the positioning that uh, that we chose was obviously uniquely Aviva. So the positioning is it takes Aviva, um, and I'll get into a little bit about what that means um, later on. But um, but the great thing about it takes Aviva is that um, it really helps drive our ambitions to have top of mind awareness, um, being the go to customer brand, and it really is a commercial and strategic move for us um, to really weaponize the brand. What I wanted to clarify, though, is that this we I know we've just seen the TV ad um, and we're very proud of that. Um, but um, but it's not just about the TV. ad. The TV ad is an external manifestation of, of our positioning um, to make sure that it's embedded and people have seen it. Um, but it really is taking the positioning and making sure that we have um, made it part of the DNA of the organization, just like our purpose and values. But we want to make sure that um the idea and the feeling um, of It Takes Aviva comes through our customer journeys, comes through our customer experiences and our propositions. So it's, it's, it's something that we're really proud of. We're really proud of the external work that we've done, but it's really much embedding in the organization and is really part of our, our customer experiences. And, and you talked a lot there, Julianne, about It Takes Aviva, which is great. I guess this is a question for both of you. Um, but how did we? How did you land on it takes Aviva? How, how did that come about? On to Mike. Yeah, <laughs> pleasure. Um, I think there is um, there's something pretty special about this as a company about Aviva. I mean, it, we when we were initially briefed, we spoke a lot about Aviva's unrivaled breadth in its customer offering what it can do for people across a whole stretch of their lifetime. And, and it was one of these, it was a thought and a set of language that came out of really just, you know, a group of people, what ordinarily would be uh, in a room kicking ideas about in this instance, it was most likely on a on a Zoom call, I would have imagined. But we were talking about quite a few different other ideas at the time. And there was just a voice in the room. There was just one of, one of our teammates who started talking about going, what does it take to deploy this extraordinary breadth of, 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 of people who are realizing and helping customers on a journey to their own kind of hopes and their dreams. And there's just this extraordinary breadth to what we do. And really the answer to that into the, what does it take? Well, it takes a viva. And the more that we were sort of kicked around those three words, the more it stuck, the more we felt that really there are 
nobody else can do quite what Aviva does. Nobody else can quite take the role across the entire lifespan of, of a customer to help them move their dreams on, move their business on, move their people on in a way like Aviva does. And it was just one of these things which went, you know what? It takes Aviva. And it was in a, again, we sat down with um, with Julianne and, 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 and the brand team and we were talking about a few things. And it was in, towards the end of that meeting, we went, look, can we, we've got this. It's very different from what we've been speaking to you about before, but there's something in it. There's something in there that's so resonant to the uniqueness of this brand and what it offers its customers. And it's just three words. It's, it takes Aviva. Yeah, I was just going to say what what we what we loved about it. Um, I think you guys described it as a wild card because it was a bit of a, a latecomer, which which we absolutely loved. And when when we kind of like really thought about it, we're like it, it just it's a natural fit because what it ultimately comes down to is partnership. Like what Mike was saying, it, it literally is kind of it's not about us. It, even though it says it takes Aviva, yes, but it's it's not us on our own. It's us working really closely with our partners, with our intermediaries, with our um, our customers, everyone who we deal with. It's it's a partnership to make things happen, and it is all about making things happen. It's all about action, um, and so and so it just seemed like a natural fit, and it had this sense of kind of boldness and confidence around it as well, which totally aligned to our company strategy. So it was just, it was a bit of a no-brainer in the end. Of course, we went through the right channels to say, does it fit with our customers? We did research around um, our customers and intermedi intermediaries and what they thought of it. Um, we tested it across our businesses and propositions to make sure that it had that flex. And I think the thing that we we love so much about it is Viva is a very diverse business and we look after the absolute life cycle of people from whether it's just getting their car fixed um, or a leak in their house to kind of literally planning their finances and making sure that they have a really good um, retirement. Um, so it goes from those, it takes Viva Flexes from the small things or mm. the everyday things that we help our customers do to the bigger things that are like planning finances and making sure that they're planning for the future. Um, and then the really epic things like the climate commitments that we're making as an organization, like those are societal things that we're getting involved in. And it's how our role in our customers' lives and society's lives is what it takes Aviva to do. So, Mike, you guys are really known for working with big retail brands. H how was it working with a big insurance company like this? As you've said, Aviva covers such a breadth of of products and, and life stages. How how was that to take? Was it a different approach? Well, it's a good, great, great question. Uh, there are there are some key differences and some sort of inherent core similarities, really. I mean, it, it, to start with the differences, retail's got a frequency to it. You know, when we're thinking, to, talking to retail, uh, you know, our retail clients and, and you know, and, and retail and retail brands is that that can be a, a, a weekly purchase versus a, you know, an awful lot of what we what, what, what we offer customers, whether that's direct to customers or through intermediated businesses or, or, or what have you, is 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 much less frequent than that. That's not to say we don't want a relationship with those customers, but it's much less frequent. So therefore, we have to shift our mindset a little bit about, you know, how we how we approach the challenge from something where we're after an immediate action to something where we're asking people to uh, uh, think a little bit longer term. When we're going out to talking to customers, we can't guarantee they're in market for what we are talking about in that moment. And therefore, we've got to take a slightly, slightly different approach. And that, that 
that extends because you know retail is often something people sort of look to as a as a leisure activity as well as uh, as a necessity unfortunately financial services doesn't always fall into the leisure activity bracket so we've got to approach it slightly differently again you know we've got to be cognizant of kind of people's mindsets as they're thinking about uh, not just Aviva but the category at large you know there is retail for an awful lot of customers inherently uncomplex thing financial services and the you know and, and the workings of all for some people can be intimidating it can feel complex and that's where kind of aviva and what it, it takes aviva comes into it again it's about making kind of those tasks feel not daunting ones uncomplex so there are some sort of like there are key differences which is really really important but in terms of how you approach a problem or how you you you, you approach an opportunity there's often actually some pretty core cool similarities and those core similarities are, are, are really around in any of our endeavours in this sort of brand and, uh, and marketing world specifically. And you know, Julianne said rightly that it takes Viva extends much, much, much beyond that. But in, in thinking about that opportunity is that you are always thinking about going, you are talking to a set of individuals and you are asking them to listen in, potentially when they don't want to listen in, and you're asking them to take up a bit of their time to listen to what we've got to say and take it on board. And that from retail to financial services to FMCG goods is absolutely universal. And therefore you've got to find something about your brand that connects with something about that audience in a way that engages them when we are more often than not in a marketing community, at least being interruptive. You know, people are on their phones, looking at something, watching something else, they're out on the streets, they're, you know, and we come into their world. And therefore, when we come into their world, we've got to come into their world with something different, something interesting, something that uh, uh, can catch the eye, that can gauge an emotion. And that is a core for whoever we work with, because we are always stepping into somebody else's world and asking for some of their attention. We're asking for some of their attention to think about something that they were not primed to think about. And therefore, we've got to come at it. We, it, it, we, are, we are, it is beholden on us to, 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 to take a kind of a, an interesting and innovative approach to, to, to engage those individuals in, in a moment with something that is resonant to, uh, to, to their own lives, that they can engage with, that, they, that feels emotionally in tune and emotionally in step with how they live their life and what their wants and needs are, and introduce what we're about into that conversation. Whether you are one of those retail brands or, or, or your financial services thing, there are some differences, which means that we necessarily have to change and, and adopt our approach because that's super, super important. But there are also some core similarities, that, that the fundamentals of which don't change. And I think the advert is called, is it called The Journey, Julianne? Right. Yeah. 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 And, and I, I have to say, it's so cinematic. There is no, there's no products or services being advertised within the advert itself. Is that intentional? Yes, yes. Uh, Everything we've done is very intentional. Um, so, so the purpose of the of the brand ad basically is was to launch the positioning. So to make sure that the idea of it takes a viva was uh, understood um, and in people's kind of brains, um, they understood that it was associated with us. Um, but then we also um, wanted to make sure that we were talking about the breadth of what Aviva offers. So not, as you said, Nadia, going into product specifics. But we wanted to talk about the breadth of the products that we do and to really show that through storytelling and through how we how we're involved in people's lives and, and through the ups and the downs and and everything in between from young to old. Um, and Mike touched upon it with regards to kind of building an emotional connection. So the the way that we wanted to launch It Takes Aviva 
is is through the story of this woman's life and um and and the reason why we did it through this is even though um even though we think about ourselves as kind of like logical human beings and so forth and and we make rational decisions and we are rational people um the science and the research actually does say that largely we use our kind of ancient subconscious brain to make decisions regardless of how kind of how much research and everything we do we we have an instinctive kind of just pull towards things and so what we wanted to do is is to drive that emotional connection to the brand to make sure that we were going to be top of mind in people's um, consideration set. And um, and as I said, it is strategic because if we're top of mind, then that drives consideration, then that drives purchase. And uh, and we're not saying so that this is part of a wider campaign and a part of a wider marketing strategy for Aviva. Um, and so I'm not saying that we're not going to do any product advertising ever, ever again. Of course we will. That is part of the wider marketing mix. And it's very important for us. But the purpose of the brand campaign is really to drive um, long term profit and long term growth and to really commercialize the brand and to really help all the rest of the businesses kind of achieve their targets as well. Um, but um, but yeah, we, we've taken a lot of cues from other brands that have done this. We're not kind of renegades in this in this path. Apple's done this. Procter and Gamble has done this. There's a balance between brand advertising and product advertising. So this is just one part of a, of a bigger strategy. Now, the, the, there's no denying that this was very timely, this advert. I think there's a moment at the end where um, Layla, is it the, the lead actress, where yes. she sees her family and, and gets to hug them. But what, what immediately came up is that thought of how did you manage to do this in lockdown with all of the COVID restrictions and everything? I mean, Mike, was that a cha- that that must have been a challenge like you've never had before? Certainly a challenge. Certainly a challenge. But I think it's but not. I think what what was interesting was that you know from actually from it, at a wider level from the moment um, you know the the lockdown and restrictions came into uh, people's lives. Actually, the mechanics of going out and filming and shooting and, you know, um, uh, all sorts of different material wasn't actually, you know, there was no government for stop to it because, you know, there is a, it was, you know, it's you can't do these things working from home. But um, what was clear is that as a business and as, a, as, as an industry, everyone took a, a step back. It was really, really important to us that in trying to create and generate materials in this very, very particular period, we were doing it in a way that followed all relevant protocols, that we had all relevant contingencies in place, that there were backups on backups. That, but, but really, that is primarily about making sure that the people we are shooting with, shooting for, shooting around and shooting near are, are safe. And whilst there was that moment of, you know, we were allowed to shoot from sort of the get go, that we took the time to make sure that we were doing it the right way. You know, just because we could didn't mean that we should. And therefore what we did was pause, make sure that all those all those measures were in place to ensure the safety of those of those around us. And I think so whilst you know it was a you know that it, it did impose certain restrictions, we work with production partners, with colleagues who are extraordinary adept at, 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 at doing this that are experienced that have you know that have lived it for a, for a, for a long 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 time so whilst it threw up challenges it was one of these things in which you know they were they were relatively known so you 
uh, you mitigate where you can and you put your best foot forward and you plan and you plan and you plan again. And that was why, you know, I think uh, it, 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 we were able to achieve it, we were able to achieve something that we're extraordinarily proud of that looks uh, uh, like it was, it, it was shot in in any other normal period of time, in any other normal time frame, and yeah, it, it, it's simply from you know you 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 work with you work with people, and the British film industry is is, is second to none in that in, in in that regard. The people who can uh, think on their feet, manage contingencies, manage disruption, but yeah, you know we were um, as I was saying, it was a it was you know we followed industry wide and industry standardised protocols to do it. We were you know. We're lucky enough as an agency to be involved in setting up those protocols and those those the, the, those standards, and um, you know it, it it worked. There were it it felt and looked different behind the camera, but we're very very pleased that what was in front of camera and what ends up on screens is relatively unaffected by. It's just going to say from a client standpoint, it was it was seamless. They were they were like swans, like literally everything was like very calm, but the amount of detail that had to go to pull this off was insane. But um, but just one of the details was normally as a client, we would go to the shoot and actually we were able to have one of the team member go for a, for a couple of days. But for the rest of us, um, we actually had really special iPads that we used just for the shoot um, to be able to see what was being shot. So it was like we were there. I was literally sitting on my sofa um, suffering from my COVID job, I have to say, um, but sitting on my sofa watching the shoot as it's happening and speaking to the guys on set. So. So I think as a as a, a kind of legacy from COVID is is people don't necessarily have to be on the shoot. Um, you can save a lot of money from shipping people all around. Like obviously the agency has to be there, um, but but I think that it's it, the technology is is moved on so much that it was like everybody was there, um, and um, but it was just a lot more convenient. But we got the exact same result with a lot more work from DDB's side. <laughs> Um, but um, but it was it was an amazing experience. And Mike, so with all your years of experience um, and all the adverts that you've seen and created, that moment I think it aired on the 10th of April. What, was it still an exciting moment after all that work? Incredibly, it always will be. It, you know, and I think you know there is uh, that's for 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 any for any piece of work we do. But you know, we are a long-standing extraordinarily proud partner of, of, of Aviva and 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 we as a collective team pour an awful lot into what we do anybody does in the, in in their job anybody who's proud of what they do does that and you know we're, we're no different you pour your own emotion into it you can't help it and to see that then go out onto the screens the posters the phones of the real world will and always be a very exciting experience you it can't be anything anything but as you know who, who, whether you're a few days into a career in in, in this sort of thing or or, or or years in it remains a fundamentally exciting thing to see something you're proud of take you know be out in the world in in you know it until that point it is an exercise almost entirely in theory you know you've 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 You've, you've you've spoken about it. You know it's a good idea. You've tested it to the right people. You've 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 deployed the right people the, at the right moment and the right production partners to make it a reality. You've discussed it within an inch of its life. <laughs> but and yet and yet, no one's seen it. And then it goes out there. And at that point, it's a fundamentally exciting moment. 
And to that point, though, to that point, Mike, what is it? Because I think I imagine if you are the one telling the story and you've done the storyboards and you know all the intentions behind what the message is, what is the message that you want people to take away from from that advert? What, if nothing else, even if they don't know the background or intentions, what is it that you hope they take away from that? I think for, first and foremost, it is an understanding that on life's journey, which has got ups and downs in it, which isn't a pure kind of you know trip of roses, that Aviva recognise that, and Aviva can be a fundamental partner in you taking the necessary steps along that journey. So tomorrow is brighter than today. That's quite longhand. I don't think anybody. I stopped the man in the street and said, "Please repeat back what I just said in terms of after seeing this." But they, it, it, you, that wouldn't happen. But that's not how that's not how this sorts of communication works. But you want people to go. There is an empathy for how what for what life is like, and Aviva can be there for me when it matters to move it along. And I think that's the that's the sentiment. And I think if we've done that in a way that drives an emotional connection, we've gone an awful lot of the way there. People read adverts. It's so it's so funny. We do it, you know, whenever we do uh, the testing of communication, which we do a lot, and you know, we 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 do rigorously and meaningfully. Everyone's got a different point of view. Everyone's learned life, everyone's learned experience, everybody's lived life is is different. And therefore, everybody will look at a piece of communication in a very unique way. And therefore, people will infer different things from it. People will, different moments will resonate with different people for different reasons. So we never expect there to be a single version of the truth played back to us, because that's not how people consume things or how people process things. So there will always be a variance in what people read into it, what people see in it, what resonates with them. But this idea that throughout the ups and downs of life's journey, there's a partner in Aviva there, it's an important outtake for us. Julianne, is there anything other than that message that you would hope people take away from the advert? Um, no, I think Mike, Mike captured it beautifully. I think it is it is about being there in the good times and the bad. Um, that's what we do. And, and in some ways, we're kind of at our best when we're helping people through the bad times or the not so great times. And and just trying to give them some hope and optimism to that that things will get better and will help them through it. I think um, I just wanted to mention as well the the, the positioning uh, and the ad, but the positioning in particular. Um, we wanted to make sure the other reason why we really liked it is is because of it could drive a lot of employee pride. So I think obviously we're nothing without our colleagues, especially our frontline colleagues. Um, and they're dealing with these these customer um, issues, problems, celebrations as well. Um, and and it really is if we didn't have them um, as Aviva, because they are Aviva, um, we wouldn't we wouldn't be here. Um, so uh, what we really liked about it takes Aviva is the sense of pride that it gives to our employees. Um, in the role that they do for their for the customer every day, whether or not they're they are customer facing or whether they're working in the legal department or IT or whatever, everybody has an opportunity to kind of bring this to life. So, Julianne, we've talked a lot about the advert uh, and I think you touched on this at the start, but the advert is just the beginning. So what comes next? What have you got planned? Yeah, so the um, the the brand advertising is just part of a wider campaign. Um, specifically, the TV launched. Uh, we follow that up with social media, press, out of home, and some media partnerships are are on the way. 
This is obviously working in conjunction with a wider media strategy, so there will still be the product advertising going on um, to drive our trading and results and so forth. So, so in between looking at kind of what's going to drive long term revenue, profit and growth, which is what we're aiming for for the brand side of things. Um, we're also making sure that we're uh, hitting our short term numbers with all, all of our product advertising. Brilliant. Well, thank you very much to my guests today, uh, Mike Stern. Adam and Eve, DDV, um, and Julianne Douglas from Aviva. If you haven't seen it yet, keep your eyes peeled for the TV advert. And if you'd like to learn more about Aviva's new brand campaign, please check out the show notes or visit aviva.com.